0: Hi, Mike Sarah here from Customer States. If you're searching for the highest quality additives, lubricants, or cleaners for your automotive, heavy equipment, agricultural, or industrial machinery needs, look no further than the Justice Brothers line of products. From lubing your chainsaw, performing complete fuel system treatment, and decarb service on a customer's vehicle, keeping that forklift forking and lifting, or just need a can of that famous JB-80 penetrant to persuade a rusty bolt, Justice Brothers has you covered. And if you don't, call them anyway and tell them I said thanks. And visit justicebrothers.com to learn more about their complete line of products. Justice Brothers, America's brand for quality.
1: One, I believe. <laughs> I thought consent was everything.
2: Well, it wasn't here. <laughs> Not up in here. I'm just going to...
1: Hi, bitches. Hi. As Allie premature ejaculates, welcome to Customer States Podcast, where we talk about anything and everything in the audience. See, it can industry. happen for women. Ill <laughs> gross. Um, happy Friday. We made it through another week. I'm so glad Barely. to be here with y'all. But on that note... Since
3: somebody couldn't plan it right.
2: You just got me there a little too early is all.
1: You're welcome. Not that you're complaining. Thank you. Uh, I'm Eric Montenegro, heavy line technician, Fjord Murder Company. Fjord. Fjord. Uh, for almost five years. And to my left is the ostentatious Aleppo.
2: Hello. It is I, the warranty professional. Mm,
1: I don't know about being professional.
2: I, you know what? Eric was making fun of me before the podcast. <sighs> I wouldn't And I hurt. just want you all to know that I'm not taking it personally.
3: Let, let the record so show. So anyways, pro- I've been get professionally their work done on doing
2: warranties and not interrupting people for about 13 years now. And to my left is a wonderful, considerate, never ever interrupts people at all. Service writer, extraordinaire, Jacob Rikus.
3: I'm none of those things. (laughs) You're not an extraordinaire. Hmm? You are to me. You're wonderful. Am I? I think so. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. It Uh, doesn't
2: matter what Mike says about you. That's what I think. That's
3: okay. Hi. Why you got a bus? More <laughs> a bus roll me like that. What's what's happening here? Hello, everybody. It's me. It's Jake. I write service. Hi, Jake.
2: Hi, Jake. What's up,
3: fuckers? Hello. What's up, fuckers? Yeah,
1: we haven't. You haven't done that. Before. I know.
3: What's up, fuckers? Um, yeah, I'm a service advisor, glorified assistant service director. And yeah. the assistant to the regional manager. Yes. <laughs> assistant to the assistant regional manager. Correct, the assistant to the assistant, and a technician secretary. Yes. The the technicians, chair. bitch. Technician secretary. <laughs> a
2: technicians, bitch.
3: A tech bitch. And uh, to my left, the pod Nazi. Pod Nazi. No. No. Burr, 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 burr.
2: No. No. <laughs> no. Oh my god.
0: Did you have a questionnaire? <laughs> yes, he did. I
1: think
2: yeah. he had a question <laughs> okay. and it was a little gay. Yeah.
3: <laughs> um, <laughs> Mike Dahls-Shitler.
2: Well, we have to do the whole podcast
4: over now. <laughs> uh,
0: my name is Mike Sarah, mm-hmm. a Senior Mass Technician, Transmission Technician, and Shop Foreman. Shop foreskin. And to my left is our very what special... What do
1: you mean to your left? I'm usually the one to your left.
0: Well, we have a very special guest today, and our oh, very you. special guest is straight out of special—I mean, uh, parts department. Oh, um, and oh, his name man.
5: is Tommy De La Cruz,
0: Mr. Yes.
1: Tommy Pickles.
5: I am Tommy. Hi, Tommy. And I am the parts bitch <laughs> <laughs> and a loose cannon. Um, we love various for various reason, reasons. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's it. I wish I had these like awesome titles like all of you guys, but I'm just the parts bitch. Parts bitch <laughs> is a pretty
0: good title. I mean, that's that's not terrible. Well. Somebody has to do parts.
5: Yeah. Thanks. And I chose to do it. <laughs> it's a dirty so, job, but somebody's got to do it. And yeah. Yeah. And- it-
2: how many years have you been choosing to do this?
5: Oh, well.
3: <laughs> I didn't choose this life. No. This life chose me. <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll get to that choose. later. <laughs> Is
5: the word this, yes, choose. Um, over 25 years. When? Wow. I have chosen to do this, to walk this path. Since. And like just. I'll, go ahead. You just, can I? Yes. Thank you. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> Um
1: <laughs> I'm talking I got excited I'm sorry um, I pre-came.
5: But yeah so I describe it as like just choosing to put your hand in a boiling pot of oil. <laughs> That's what I've been choosing to do like for t- over 25 years. So Isn't yeah. So I'm a totally scene? happy happy joy joy person if you can't tell um <laughs> But thank you for having me here. Happy, happy, joy, joy. You're
2: welcome. Hopefully this podcast doesn't feel like putting your hand in a boiling pot of oil for 25 years. But also, also, I feel you.
1: He's been doing it for 25 years. Plus. I'm going to quiz them. How old do you guys think Tommy is? Oh, God. How old do I think Tommy is? I love you. I don't Um, think we're
3: um, legally allowed to talk about that. 47. (laughs) Mm. Close.
2: 42. Or
3: not.
0: 39
1: right no
5: i'll be 50 this month oh damn dude you, you look, look good. amazing
0: G-T-F-O. Yes.
5: gtfo dear god michael gtf get the fuck out um, i hope well, my beard actually, comes in that kids, nice
2: by the time i'm 50. Kids.
5: i did that on
0: purpose
3: you're halfway yeah, there baby. <laughs> oh,
5: yeah I've, my daughter's grown i've been there done that um but see it's the parts apartment yeah.
3: Cuz yeah. in reality we don't do shit. But
1: how does that keep you young? Oh, he's like, like, like in, in a said, stasis.
3: Cuz we don't do yeah, oh. just, Every time a technician cries a parts man or a parts a, <laughs> part, a parts person gets his wings. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Every time a
5: technician cries like we go in the back and we just like have this whole Take a quick party. Shot. <laughs> yeah, mine up a talk about it. My job is done for did the day. Did you see what I did to that dude, man? <laughs> he hi, had it coming. Hi,
1: Keep coming. He could get his parts ordered two days in
5: advance. Ah! Back order. (laughs) (laughs) D99. Right? Right? Seriously. (laughs) For four people,
0: that means like extreme crazy back order. Intergalactic
1: Intergalactic back order, which which we've discussed before. And it's taking
5: a tour around the universe
1: three times.
2: before it arrives, yeah.
0: let me tell and you the fiasco pieces. of ordering a Ford, a 2005 to 2008 Ford GT supercar part mm-hmm. when it shows 11 at the depot. Okay, yeah. I, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you about what, what Copas came back to me and told us later.
1: So. What was okay. your question? Yeah, Copus. Mm. She wanted to ask about the sexiest advisor. I did. You mean sexist? <sighs>
2: it does say sexist
0: well no wonder why we're in the jobs that we're in because nobody else can read but that obviously says sexist advisor except it doesn't for say me sexiest advisor there's no e after the uh, anyway. moving on so we had a very interesting experience at the dealership and this is re- really uncommon which is why i kind of you know rubbed me the wrong way and um I get a call from the general uh, general manager and he's telling me I need you to come up here and talk to me with this customer I said okay so I go up there and we're in the like customer parking area and it's this uh, woman sitting in her car and talking with the general manager and General manager starts telling me that she had a bad experience that this that and the other happened and we weren't ever able to duplicate any problems with their vehicle and uh, So we you know, we weren't able to fix it But now after she got it back, there's all these other issues with it even though we never made any repairs on it ever since Yeah, and also Mm. the fact that the service advisor was very rude to her and was extremely sexist and, and then and then she starts and I, I really feel bad for her, but she starts crying.
2: Oh.
3: She starts crying. She made everything. I
2: up. have a question and maybe, maybe I shouldn't ask this them. now. Jacob.
1: I meant customers. Uh-huh. Jesus Christ.
2: Um
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> what is that saying? You say every problem starts with what? Oh, oh, you can't spell
3: overreacting.
4: Oh, overreacting. No. <laughs> bleep, 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 bleep. Bleep. <laughs>
3: Ooga-dooga, ooga-dooga.
0: <sighs>
2: So, my question is... Oh, my God. Canceled. And maybe this is better for the end of your topic, but is she crazy, or is she...
3: You said she was a female, right?
2: Like, stop it. <laughs> or it's... Wow, look, oh, another wow. sexist advisor. Wow, who knew?
0: Weird, they don't work at my dealership. It's more uh, common than you'd think. Uh. Anyway, so Continue I, I happened... <clears throat> as As she's discussing these issues with with me, the all the issues that are wrong with her vehicle that we weren't able to duplicate, the general manager is still there. And she's talking about how her uh, door mirrors don't adjust. And when she pushes this button, nothing happens and, and stuff like that well she's pushing the like window cancel button to like you know child lock the Girl. windows oh Jesus. and she's thinking that it just like works her mirrors or whatever and that doesn't happen oh. and then she's and then she's saying like well look how it doesn't adjust and it, the mirror is pushed all the way out like as far as like like the glass in the mirror itself yeah. quick, it's, quick 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 and and she's pushing on the direction all the way out so i you know i said well hold on you know let me take a look at this and i said first of all this button controls the door windows which is for like you know if you had a dog or children back back there they can't roll down the windows on their own so that's what that
1: button does oh really yes wow you should not be driving a car then
3: forbidden
0: then i I showed her that well if you push this button over here and actually roll the window the the correct uh, roll the mirror the correct way the mirror actually does adjust up, down, this way, that way. That's why we weren't able to duplicate that concern. And then she's like, "Well, you know, let me show you the issue with you know the uh, she was talking about like you know the Apple CarPlayer, or the the connectivity with the vehicle um, mm-hmm. uh, electronics, Blue yeah." Suggestion. And she's like, well, obviously it's working right now, but I mean, you know, it it doesn't work like half the time. like, these are, these are some of the issues that we run into is that if we can't duplicate the problem while the vehicle's here, we, you know, there's nothing that we can do. So like I, in front of the general manager of the dealership who got involved, I disproved like three of her things that, I mean, and granted the vehicle may have problems, but if it's not happening right now, I can't do it and I feel like a couple of them were just user error. Sounds like a problem with the driver, not the but car. But I'm not blaming anybody. She did have a bad experience. Now, let's talk about that for a second. She kept telling me that she never heard anything back from the service advisor that the vehicle was there for a day and a half and she never mm-hmm. heard anything back
1: from him. Service and advisors don't call their customers back regularly? Well, what? hold on. Hold on. Who knew? Hold on. <laughs> then, Jake,
2: do you what do you have to say for about,
1: yourself? I do. <laughs>
0: About 10 minutes later, she's telling me how the service advisor had to repeatedly call her back and ask her, how do we get this vehicle to act up? What's wrong with the vehicle? we were not able to get anything to act up. So she said that she was never communicated with, but yet then in, you know, 10 minutes later, she t- in, in the conversation time, she tells me that the service advisor called her three different times and she was upset that he wasn't paying attention to her and things like that. And, you know, she thought that, you know, maybe he he was, you know. This, that, and the other. Retarded. <laughs> rhubarb.ed We don't say that. So way. we all already know that she Thanks was you. actually contacted by the service advisor because she said that she had to keep calling her back to ask for how to duplicate the concern. Then when she goes come, uh, she comes to come pick up the vehicle... The service advisor confused the customer and the vehicle with another exact same vehicle oh, that was at the dealership. Yeah. Like, God forbid, there's two of the same exact <laughs> f- colored Ford vehicles at a Ford dealership. So he confused the vehicle with a different customer and said, Oh, Mr. So-and-so dropped the vehicle off. Yeah, I got the paperwork right here. What do you mean, Mr. So-and-so? I've been talking to you the whole time. I, you know, how how can you say that? And she thought that he was being sexist because there was another man that was in the service drive or whatever, picking up another vehicle. I, I So she her misconception, and I couldn't say this when I was talking to her, but her misconception mm. through through a series of unfortunate events, all of this transpired to make one big, horrible experience for the customer. And I truly do feel bad for her, oh, but you, well, you have to, no, 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 no. Yes. You have well, to, she underst- was
3: overreacting.
0: You have to understand that, you know, some people just can't handle this, and they already distrust dealerships. So when they, when their perception is this is what's going on, you know, you're already at a loss. That sounds like a YP. Well, guess what dealerships she's going. White to. White person.
2: Your problem.
1: Yeah, your problem.
0: Oh, guess Y-P- what dealership? WP. Guess what dealership she's
1: going to? Hmm. <laughs> Mazda. <laughs> Oops. Mine. <laughs> Mine mine Mine? Mine?
2: (laughs) oh i have a story related to that so the other day oh i think i
1: remember you mentioning this yeah but
2: i don't i didn't say it on the podcast right i'm pretty sure i didn't didn't. okay so the other day i was in the mazda service drive and you know all the guys were kind of we're all joking around there were no customers in there and they're like oh it's kind of been a slow day like we're waiting And a customer drives up into the drive, and they all look at me, and they start going, mine, mine, mine,
4: mine. I thought
2: it was so, I was dying. It was so good. Did you die? But did you die? (laughs)
4: She's still
0: here. Speaking of transitioning into an update.
2: Ooh, (laughs) nicely done. Oh, I thought it was good.
3: Of course you did. Go ahead,
1: Allie. (sighs)
2: that's not mine <laughs> it's mine oh i was about to just <laughs> go were. into mine no i
1: thought you were gonna start singing um transit i actually update. don't
2: know what words come next in that song <laughs>
1: um tommy's a little bit involved with this oh, my very minor very you, no you just know of the vehicle you're not involved okay. in the fiasco with it so last week we talked about the transit and um <clears throat> my discussion with the wrecking yard hmm. and how I had <laughs> suspected they sent the wrong engine Man, but the nothing customer is
4: here. nothing is fucked
1: nothing is fucked But the customer wanted us to proceed with the repair, and that if it didn't work out, then the wrecking yard was gonna pay for it, right? Okay, so we proceeded with the repair and installed the engine into the vehicle, and everything's going beautifully. It fires up, it's nice and quiet, it's running on all six. It's great. And then it starts getting up to operating temperature. And then? (laughs) Now and then. (laughs) kabooms. No, and then. And it starts misfiring. On oh. Random fucking cylinders, and they just randomly just start dropping out. I'm like, hmm, that's cool. You turn the key off, start it again, and it's fine for another couple minutes. Um, did clear the keep alive memory, performed a misfire profile, relearn, did all of the steps we're supposed to do. Still won't run right. Then and even went as far as to swap coils and plugs just for the hell of it. By the way, this engine came pre-filled with oil—the original oil <laughs> from when the vehicle was wrecked.
4: Oh, <laughs> there was what? old,
1: dirty oil. Um, the the valve train was clean; it had been maintained, but they didn't bother to drain any of the fluids that is illegal is that to a, like... transport across yeah. <laughs> the U.S. on a truck. Um, and so so silly? I'm
5: still going to send it. We
1: came to the conclusion that it's, like I said, is the wrong, wrong engine. fucking engine. And the wrecking yard was up in arms, and they're pissed that it's not. We're doing something wrong. We don't know what we're doing. Blah, 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 blah. And it just ballooned in this whole thing. We told the customer, like, look, I, I we prepared you for this. The engine's going to have to come back out. We're going to have to put another engine in it. I was able to source another engine from our... Um, wrecking Yard um, that I was able to confirm was the right one, um, but they didn't want to pay for that. For sure the right one? Yes, but they didn't want to pay for that, so um, the Wrecking Yard who supplied us with the original incorrect engine wants to send us another engine. But.
2: Mm. But.
1: They want us to pull the engine out that we installed and put it on a crate and ship it back to them, and then when they receive that engine, they will send us a new one.
4: I bet they do. Oh.
1: And leave a vehicle down on my rack i bet they do not gonna fucking happen no way in hell and went back and forth with the advisor for a little bit only for them oh well, well i'll talk to the shop manager or whatever it is what they're how they edit it in the midst of all this i ran over to the parts department to check and sure as shit the long block is still on back order but i was able to build an engine with the parts manager with a short block and heads and, and all the stuff. Everything else the cams, everything else that one we'll need. Obviously it costs a little bit more money. Oh, quite a bit more I'm sure. Yes, quite a bit more money. And presented the customer with a nineteen thousand dollar quilt. Mother of
4: God. <laughs>
1: and yeah, her reaction, if you can imagine, um well, I have to talk to the owner about that one. How come we just didn't do that the first go around? Well, because that's not normal practice for us to build you an engine. We just get you an engine that's already built because you're saving a ton on labor and even on parts in some cases. Um, Most cases. Right. But he spun it and was able to get her to understand that this was going to be a one-time deal. And this is the warranty you're getting with it and blah, blah, blah. So long story short, she ended up, they ended up just relying on the junkyard to send out another engine, which we still haven't heard back whether or not they're going to ship it to us. So I moved that bitch out of the bay and parked it in the farthest fucking corner of the lot uh, <laughs> until they can get their shit together and figure out what's going on. Like was...
2: Every dealership has that one part of the lot, right? Where yeah. there's like one car that's just been there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just this
4: car lives Those here. Become,
1: yeah. Uh parts. <laughs> Donor vehicles, 10, <laughs> yeah, that times, yes. Sometimes I mean, you guys had that for a long time when you had yep. your back ordered heads and whatnot. I need a
5: test part off
0: and of this. turbos,
5: <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, they become parts property, <laughs> they do, they do, and we'll eventually say, dealership But, yeah, property. we'll ravage them if
1: we need to until it becomes a sale. Ravage, I like to ravage, I don't know how else to say it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love it, ravage, but ravaging? like I yeah. said, that was it's efficient update on the transit and the fiasco with that oh and then so i go to move it out of the bay and the damn thing won't go into gear (laughs) motherfucker i ended up figuring out it was because when my apprentice was installing the brake booster he damaged the brake switch even on the apprentice and so (laughs) it is in part
5: it's the apprentice this time it was the apprentice
1: okay i believe you and um sort of he installed a new switch, and it still wasn't deactivating the shift interlock. So I had to um, pop out the center console to pop off the shift cable to nice. um, and then hook it with a hook to shift it in oh and out of God. drive and reverse. <laughs> I that love work? that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, you improvise. I just want it the fuck out of my bay. I don't want to at this goddamn adapt, thing anymore. Adapt, overcome. Bears, Be- beats. Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> Bears beats <laughs> Battlestar Galactica. Wait, what? The office. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he Oh, okay. It's not funny when you have to explain it, Michael. I didn't explain it, I just Okay. Anyway. <laughs> the
2: joke just isn't as, efficient, a- as efficient as when know. you have to explain it. I
1: didn't see that one coming. So, um, can I go home <laughs> <laughs>
4: your
2: excuse?
1: So um, Tommy, we apologize. Th- this is, a, I'm going to okay.
0: make this a quick one. Um, one of the issues that we're having is, um, management, uh, cracking down on, um, efficiency and unapplied labor, which we've talked about like forever. And, um, so we were going to have one-on-one meetings. I, I got my ass chewed on Tuesday. Did it feel good? No. I got my ass chewed on Tuesday he wasn't doing it right about
3: um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna come
4: (laughs) Um,
0: (laughs) so uh, I got yelled at on Tuesday for um, the inefficiency in the shop uh, from certain technicians and we were going to have a one-on-one meeting with all these technicians and the general manager Not even the service manager, the general manager, myself and the technician and discuss their inefficiencies and how we can improve upon that and why they need to improve upon that. So I was dreading that conversation because I knew it was going to be horrible because a lot of the problems in the shop are things that the general manager at this time can't understand. You know, like the the technicians can't produce hours if there's not the work in the shop or there's not the parts or there's not the this or there's not the that. It's not that the guy I mean, some of the guys are genuinely slow. But most of the problems are, like, like the customers coming in. Like, takes a long time or slow? Yes.
4: Yes. Both. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes.
0: So, um, (sighs) as we started having more of these meetings, uh, you know, we had, like, you know, nine technicians that we were going to bring in. And I slotted, you know, we slotted all the times to make, you know, a 10-minute meeting with each technician. And so, as we brought in, like, the first three or four, every single person kept saying the exact like literally verbatim the exact same thing that i was saying about there's not enough work i can't get parts i'm being slowed down by this that and the other it's very hard for me to make hours before it was better but it's hard for me to make hours right now and so this is that
1: time of the year as well after after yeah, it's all of that, to look yeah, a lot like December. People, people don't want to spend money on their cars to fix their cars. They're going to nope. spend money on Christmas presents. So yep. everything gets pushed off till mid January. <laughs>
0: so like you know, not even midway through the list, we we take a break and it, it's just me and the general manager talking. And I you know I'm like. I'm, I'm just trying to tell you this is, like, legitimately what's happening in the shop. It, we're trying everything that we can. We're, we've made commercials. We've put in different advertising, things like that. We're trying to build a business, but it doesn't happen, like, you know, right now. How okay. come?
2: How is it the technician's responsibility to make sure that customers come in? Like, that's not your guys' fault if there's not customers coming in.
0: Let me give you an anecdote real quick and explain the day-to-day. Okay. So, we had 50 appointments today. <clears throat> okay. By lunch, we had 30 appointments, but 20, uh, no, uh, 17 of them were no-shows from the morning. So try and explain that How, that's and, not your you know, fault granted we have a lot of walk-ins that kind of offset that but you know we schedule for a day and if the customer doesn't come in what are we supposed to do you know we have blocks of time where the loop techs are standing around waiting for the next car to come in but then all of a sudden at you know two thirty they get busy again it, you know I, I can't send them home at you know one o'clock or, or two o'clock because there's nothing going on because at 2 30 here comes the next swarm of stuff so These efficiencies that they talk about, you know, we're we're talking about. He wants every technician to be 100% efficient all the time. That's impossible. It's not going to happen. So you know, we have technicians in the shop. Can he give you an
2: example of a a shop that does that? Like
0: he can, but it's not. It's not. It's not reasonable.
3: Jacob. so anyway but why'd you jacob me i'm just saying all of my
1: techs are over 100 percent efficiency every month
3: that's i'm very proud of your four
0: yeah, technicians your
1: efficiency is based on is it per pay period per week or per month it's per week per week per week not per pay period per week okay your shop
0: is is a very small uh, pie of the entire pie
1: a very small pie of the entire pie slice of pie of the entire pie
3: you're you're, you're an anomaly in there we're but an anomaly five techs and their average efficiency is 135 five techs is an extremely small deal i know i'm not saying it's not yeah, okay i'm just saying but still for every single tech averaging at 135 percent efficiency yeah get we're good like, michael we're like 25 people at times 22 i think right now so, so I, mean, I mean your averages should be higher if, if we the had was the I, day, know, the I know I just like busting his balls.
0: Listen, I've had it all day. I uh, just give it to me a little bit more. <laughs> take it.
3: Th-
1: take it.
0: Anyway, the, the the biggest issue that we had was that at the end of like midway through the, the list of people that we had to talk about, he's like, you know what? I, I, have, I have to rethink some things. Um, let, let, let's do this tomorrow. It happened to be end of month. So that was a good excuse to like cut the uh, meeting short. But. I think he's finally started to understand like what the issues in the shop were. And I I believe he's going to be a little bit more receptive come next week to what we have to say about how we can change this in the dealership to make the technicians more efficient and control a little bit better. The craziness that is an automotive dealership.
2: Well, maybe Mm. he should make a, like a new metric of how it's like on a sliding scale of how many people come into the shop because like people can't be, if the work's not there, like how can they be I guess you can still be efficient if you're
1: they just want what they want is for them to clock out and go home.
0: Yeah. Which you can't tell somebody, Oh, hey, it's two thirty. I'm I'm sure you were expecting your eight hours today, but sorry, you gotta leave. You know, nobody wants to hear that. People will leave. And it's just doesn't doesn't happen like that all the time. It, for <clears throat> for somebody that watches the numbers closely day to day, it's like it's not the way that the automotive automotive industry works. I mean, that's crazy.
1: It's a never-ending battle, and it will yeah. continuously be in a never-ending battle.
0: Something we'll have to follow up on. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: we should, we should probably follow up on that.
2: Oh, we should follow up on <laughs> that?
1: Jesus Christ.
2: Well, it's towards the end, so I didn't know if we but, were going to skip to your
1: <laughs> Late to the party. Jokes.
2: So, so last, week, last week, I talked you about... Talk. How About the Volkswagen shop is having a bit of a diagnosis conundrum. A We're very high. Issue. A little? In compared to our region.
3: By so, like 80%.
2: No, it wasn't 80%. It was 30%. It wasn't 30% either. It's like 40%. I'm glad you guys pay attention. It was upwards of 60% higher than the region. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. And I gave an example. During the podcast. And the person that I used... Got up in arms. No, no, no. He wasn't up in arms. But...
3: He wants a chance to protect himself. You guys, it was
2: Will, friend of the show. Hi,
3: Will. Okay? Hi, Will. So,
2: Will is going to come in next week... Do not come. ...to... Inside me. um, Wow. I'm very distracted. (laughs) Um, Okay. So, Will is going to come on the show next week to...
4: Defend Give himself Give
2: his side of the story mm. And a little bit more information Objection. that
4: That uh, Object
2: overruled. Sustained
4: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> You just objected
2: <laughs> Wow someone doesn't watch enough Law and Order Anyways Um <laughs> So Will's gonna come back Relevance. on <laughs> objection leading, <laughs> and we're gonna have a really fun time. And are are you Will sure? is gonna explain how I'm right and he's wrong. No, just kidding, Will. I'm just kidding. It's he's not gonna like man-splain. that. It's not like that.
1: He's gonna mansplain.
2: No, Will's not like that.
1: Mm, I know he's not. We love you, Will
2: we do. Mr. Tom, we can't wait. Mr. Tom to, Cat. So Will you join us next week? Will Ooh. you?
1: Will
3: I am going to be waiting.
2: Tune in to Customer States podcast.
3: Mm. Mm. We
1: will.
2: That's nice, rock
3: you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Let's do it. So what do you call Batman when he skips church? Batman. No. What do you call Batman when he skips church? Um I don't know. Christian Bale.
2: Oh uh, my god! <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one! <laughs> I'm
1: not even
2: mad at that one. <laughs> Listen. Linda. Listen, Tommy, you haven't heard some of the bangers that we've had. So we've
1: had bangers? <laughs> bangers.
4: Yeah. yeah. I have Definitely. to listen to them all day Do you have at
1: any work. more?
2: Oh, yeah. Well,
1: hey, I, feed us another one. Let's go. Well, this is kind of a, a really, really short, funny story. I was talking to my apprentice this week. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't remember. Yeah. I don't remember what we were talking about. Um, and then he, he goes to bring up the Avengers. And he goes, he's trying to talk about a character in the Avengers to me and describe him because he couldn't remember his name. And he goes, I put this in quotations in my notes. He goes, (laughs) (laughs) he goes, the motherfucker with the eye patch, you know, from Avengers that's Samuel Adams, right? Oh
4: God! <laughs>
1: oh, <my> God! <laughs> it's a Samuel start. L. Jackson? Great
2: action star and beer.
1: <laughs> and his character name is Nick Fury. By the way, yes. It is. Yeah. <laughs> Samuel <laughs> Jackson,
2: it'll get you drunk.
1: <laughs> <laughs> At what point does a joke become a dad joke? What a- point? When the punchline becomes apparent.
2: Oh
1: my, oh my gosh. God <laughs> Boom.
3: Boom. Boom. Uh, A busty crustacean <laughs> Not
5: a crusty bus station mm-hmm. What's the most famous fish in the world? What I'm asking I don't know. starfish. Oh. Oh
4: my.
1: <laughs> Bye. Of course. <laughs>
5: How
3: did somebody, we miss that? Somebody had to take you out <laughs> of your did misery, we miss that? dude. <laughs> Come on. Oh God! Jingle the damn keys. I already did. Okay. Yeah, I
1: another one. Why, okay. why do riot police get to work early? Why do what? Riot police get to work early to beat the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! It's quiet.
4: <laughs>
1: riot. Get it. Riot. Thank our sponsors for Jesus helping us Christ. keep the lights on. Thank you so much, Travis Ferris from Hit Distributing, supplying us with Justice Brothers products. Nick Lowridge from Maco Tools and
3: Milwaukee,
2: and also Ray Moon, Moon. Moon from <laughs> Our Taco Shop in Lake Elsinore. Creamy, creamy guac. Wait, I think I, I think I said a curse. <laughs> C- creamy guac. I said Kamiwa. I didn't say that.
1: Kameewa means.
0: Thank you, Dale. Thank you, Norm. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. We will Ooh. see you after the
3: break.
2: Ooh, woo.
1: We'll be right back.
2: With special special guest Tommy.
1: Yeah. Something smells delicious in here. Yeah, it does. I'm hungry. Jake, are you eating El Ranchito Taco Shop? <clears throat>
0: mm-hmm. That looks amazing. What did you order?
1: <clears throat> Tacos. Um, what? <clears throat> Guac. Jake, are you choking? Get out of my way, Michael. He needs a Heimlich. <clears throat>
2: Oh my god, I cannot believe this is happening again. Jake, you know you're allergic to avocado. One generic allergy medication later. Are you okay?
3: Yeah, almost dying is so worth it to have some El Ranchito Creamy Guac. Thanks, Eric, for trying to save me, even though I wasn't joking.
1: I know. I just wanted to get you from behind.
0: (laughs) Well, I guess this is a good time to tell everybody that if you're ever in the Inland Empire and are craving some great Mexican food, visit El Ranchito Taco Shop in Lake Elsinore.
3: (laughs) Seriously, I follow them on Facebook and Instagram at Ranchito Elsinore. El Ranchito Taco Shop.
2: More than just great Mexican food. (laughs)
1: The devil horns with Tommy.
4: Yeah.
0: All right, everybody. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much. Welcome to all back our sponsors. To Customer Saves Podcast. Thank you to all of our sponsors. Thank you to all of our listeners. We cannot do it without you. Yeah, we I mean, we're not doing it without you. On. And
1: with that, we say.
4: <laughs> love you.
3: should have seen her eyes. On she was, was looking. So at, she was looking at me, and he said, well, "That we say She's like, "Who we'll <laughs> love you?" <laughs>
1: it
3: He's was their like, automatic
2: You, you fucking Pavloved me.
0: <laughs> so again, thank you. <laughs> Welcome back to Customer States Podcast. Yes, we come. And. That. We are going to talk about our very special guest this week, Tommy De La Cruz. De La Cruz. So tell us us about yourself. How'd you get started in the automotive industry? How long you've been doing it? What do you do? You know, what got you started? All, all, All that kind of stuff.
5: So I've been in this industry for over 25 years. Yeah, it is that funny. It really is. These two bitches are hey, losing their I'm shit. I'm Not yeah.
2: that far away from me, yeah, actually. Sort
5: of, yeah, the parts thing, um I just kind of fell into it. Uh my brother and uh, some friends.
1: Hold the fucking fort. Oh, did we oh, forget the crack? Fort. Oh my god. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but my this we have to I'm do used this. To you doing Michael, where's
3: my you. Coke Zero? Don't
1: be rude. Do, do you want
3: you you me to get you a
4: Coke Zero?
1: Cutting in a line.
0: Jake can join in later with his ass. crack. Thank you.
3: Thank you.
2: Very nice. <laughs> Those no words. are words.
1: Call your mother; she worries okay, about Tommy, you. Okay, Tommy, continue. I did miss that. Okay, okay. Sorry, so mommy. I forget. It's okay. You're talking about um, you doing it for a really long time. Yeah, like really
5: long time. And my brother, yeah, he he started in the business after the military and kind of got me into it. And so, I just kind of like I said, just kind of fell into it. It just, it was there and it was something, you know, cars I was familiar with and whatever. So, um, I originally went to work in the body shop, but then found myself in parts Like as a body shop tech. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I started driving and, you know, just the whole thing kind of, went from there just whatever up to one thing to another climbing the ladder yeah just (laughs) learning the whole process and like now it's just come to the point where i can just pretty much do it in my sleep aside from not having a life i mean it kind of gives me a life because (laughs) i don't i don't have to think too much about I know this sounds wrong in any parts of people listening. I apologize, if, but <laughs> I don't have to think a whole lot about what I'm doing because I've been doing it so long that it just kind of is second nature now. So, yeah, um, whatever I'm doing outside of work is like just fun and enjoyable. And I'm not kind of thinking about, you know, too much. So but yeah, it's just Do it's, you enjoy it, your job. For the most part, you know, I do. I mean, I kind of enjoy just trying to improve on things on a day-to-day basis. Mm-hmm. Like in right, on we're, you, processes? Wait, we're, we're not interviewing you for a raise or anything like that. Just tell us how you really feel. No, I do. I mean, I really do genuinely. I mean, it's just me as a person. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, there's other things that I do, like, creative-wise that, you know, fulfill me and fulfill my soul. And, like, so I kind of found a way to find that fulfillment in work and it's not always that way obviously and like sometimes how i feel yeah i want to come in and just like start beating certain people eric i'm (coughs) kidding i'm joking i'm totally joking eric Eric is one of my favorite totally (laughs) like he's always cool with me but he's a rarity that i've noticed especially at location yeah this the location where we um we we found employment (laughs) and uh but um I, i forgot where i was going with this things um but yes i do enjoy it and uh some some days it is a struggle just knowing like what is coming you know what or what kind of task or coming or something is just kind of bothering me about parts and as you all know like the state of
2: parts yeah
5: back orders this that or the other thing then it you know that consuming part of it yeah is what i try to yeah that's what i try to avoid outside of work um which is odd that i'm here at a podcast talking (laughs) about work so
4: Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but you get
0: to this is venting about work. It's yeah, venting so, about work. Yeah. So,
5: yeah, so I guess.
0: Therapy. Okay, so
5: vent, yes, therapy. So then I only have one thing to say, which is fuck.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: Amen.
5: Hashtag sell the bell. Agreed. Yeah. And yes, it, I do blame my grays on the job sometimes.
2: It's okay. I blame yeah. all my pimples on all the technicians and people that make my job hard. Yeah, I blame everything
5: on like the enough. job now. <laughs> it I has nothing. blame whatever. Like, if I get into a car crash on the way home, <laughs> knock on wood, thank God there's some right. Oh, you put this here on purpose. Um, then I'm gonna blame it on the job.
0: I had a goldfish that stressed. died, and I, I for sure blame it on my work. Like, yeah, yeah,
5: exactly. Yeah. See, that's just how I am. It's, it's the like nature. My shoelaces <laughs> broke. It's like, goddamn parts apartment, man. It's like driving me crazy. I don't know what to do.
1: Now you know it's how like, we feel with all the processes.
2: Well, actually, <laughs> I wanted to, I wanted yeah, the, to ask the you a question. Tommy that we'll circle back to that because it's totally included like you were talking about how you like want to you think about how like you can improve things and mm-hmm. stuff like that i can t- i think everyone can relate to that like in in one sense or the other because i definitely like that's something that i'm always trying to do and it's a big thing in the shop right now because we have new service writers and new things where new processes, when people come in, that's like your chance to do something new and to, to really get things going properly. So, um, yeah, like, what do you, what do you try and focus on? Like, are you talking about like your, the way you personally do things or the way that you would do like, like what you want to implement for the shop as a whole, like for your department as a whole?
5: I think part of it is definitely um, self improvement. Mm-hmm. So, because if I don't continually try to self improve, you know, myself, whatever, um, then I can't be effective in improving anything else. That's just how I feel. That's
2: very true. Oh so. my
5: goodness!
2: Can you do you want to come work? For, actually, I love my parts department.
5: Well, that's cool. Which side? And they probably love <laughs> you back because parts of people parts. <clears throat> parts department personnel do respect the people that respect us of course and we we feel it we know who it is and then we know who the troublemakers are whatever i mean like we're kind of like this hub of where people go to vent and it's like the like Everything like we hear it all, Mm -hmm. and you know it's like I always make this joke like we're we are the last in line for the most part. You know, if you call a dealership and it's like for for sales press one, for service press two, for for the janitor press three, (laughs) like for like plane tickets to like wherever press four. If you need some random information about nothing that means not anything to absolutely anyone yes thank you um press five and if you need parts i forgot what it was but we'll try to leave them a message and thanks for calling
4: but on
5: the other hand of that when somebody needs random information, like how do you roast a marshmallow? Oh, just see parts. They'll tell you. It
1: <laughs> like seriously, Pull it up in it's, your catalog. it's
5: totally like that. So yeah. So is we it just,
2: an 84 marshmallow. And that's why is? we
5: did you know, that like, if you ever see like two hammers, wheel four wheels next to a parts guy like a a hammer it's because he's about to bash his head in it it, so.
1: Jesus. and
5: don't please don't d- ever do i that. don't condone that please i'm just saying Take like, care disclaimer of yourself. D- disclaimer disclaimer right like no self-hammering please yeah please don't do it it doesn't feel good at all
2: he knows yeah. from
5: experience
3: yeah and you will wake up with the worst headache ever i like my parts people I like Ron and Jeremy and Tanya and Alex. Ron, Jeremy, yeah, legitimately, legitimately, legitimately,
2: that's not even a joke. (laughs) Those are the. That's the.
3: Who's the young kid on the on the BW (gasps) side?
2: Reggie. Reggie. He's just a multiple little amazing little piece of clay that's turning out to be a beautiful work of art.
3: Really? Yes. Wow. Very nice. Absolutely
2: gorgeous. Very
3: good to hear. Calm the fuck down, Miriam.
2: So, I would like to say that I like three quarters of our parts department.
3: I could give or take
1: Bruce.
2: Well, that's maybe... That's not who I'm talking about at all.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tommy, what was the first car that you ever bought Aww. with your own money? Oh, no, that's, that's a good one. one. I bought with... I no, you would have heard me had everyone not interrupted over my... The place, proper so. question. What was account? the first car that you bought with your own money?
3: And the first car that you drove, um, whether or not you paid for it. Shh.
5: Okay. Well, the first car that I drove, I can't even remember what it was. It was probably like a Capri or something my sister owned. Oh my
1: god! Like a convertible Mercury.
5: No, it was a Pinto. Nice. Oh my. So god. those but, are but, beans. <laughs> <laughs> the first car I ever bought on with my own money was a '83 uh f-150 that was a three-speed manual transmission three-speed with the with the straight six Mm -hmm. and it was lifted. it was something my brother and a friend of his kind of built and so i bought it off my brother was it three on the floor or three on the tree on the floor Mm -hmm. so it was a it was a really awesome truck yeah so that was the first one which was yeah so ford i mean i pretty much own ford's like Forever, it's uh, just kind of a fan now? thing, I guess. And now, and now I own a Ford. <laughs> Ford what? Ford Ranger.
1: It's a motherfucking Ford <laughs> Ranger.
3: <laughs> Is, Is it, it bare bones it, stock? It don't, <laughs> don't start with me, Jacob. I also <laughs> have a Ranger. That yeah. What's oh, wrong you,
5: with me? What?
2: Okay. No, 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 nothing wrong. I'm kidding. There's nothing wrong no, with it. We'll we talk, we talk all after the went show together <laughs> to the desert. Four-wheeling and dealing yeah. into the Mojave Desert uh-huh. and it became an ongoing joke of Mike's bone stock Ford Ranger. Uh-huh and it was hilarious. Hey,
3: for my bone stock Jeep and your bone stock Ranger. <laughs> the rented Jeep.
4: Yeah, right? we rented a Jeep hey, that we definitely know, I didn't. Be,
3: I gotta be honest. That shit was impressive that it stood up. <laughs> the Jeep or the Ranger? Both. Yes, well.
2: Well, yeah. they both had cracked windshields at the end of the trip. Yes, they trip. Did.
0: Yeah, well, you know what? One was caused by the Jeep.
2: <laughs> That's true.
3: That can't be proven. That oh, could have jumped over from Kevin Strong.
2: Oh, oh time out! Time out! Was one caused by the oh, Jeep or was yeah. one caused by the Ranger following too closely to the Jeep? Oh, it was, it was for sure me following too close. There I, I will the admit that. I will admit that. The chicken or the egg? Yeah, yeah.
3: No, it was it was me following too close. Oh, I uh, speaking of Jeep, I met Kirk Ker-ker-ker-ker.
4: sales manager. Oh.
3: Hi, Kerr I met a sales manager, he brought in his wife's CX nine, five? Is that John? Nine. Huh? Is that John? Oh, you don't remember. Okay. Right. It was the CX nine. He came in for a concern. Concerns that his wife was having. Hmm. He's like, I don't hear any of this. But the boss <laughs> but, but he's like, the boss is law. So <laughs>
4: Man. Smart yeah,
3: exactly. man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> will will get right on that for you. Yeah, exactly. He's yeah. all like, she says that there's a popping noise coming out of a driveway. She says that there's a weird ticking noise coming from the steering column. She says that the infotainment screen is rebooting. So we will just diagnose all of those issues. concerns for you. The popping noise it's is a, CV axle. No, is a TSB to tighten down the cow bolts. Like moo. Huh? The cow. I, cow- th- cow- I think that was an L <laughs> the at the m- end cow- you know, of that m- move bolts, yeah. So tighten down the cow bolts. Uh, Ca- cow wool. Cow wool. Bolts. And the ticking noise is normal in all Mazdas. Every single one does it. I don't know why. You yeah, turn run it knock, You know, that'll happen. <laughs> oh my God. He's not wrong. <laughs> Lifter noise, Michael. Um, and the screen
1: rebooting, it needed a software update in a bad way.
4: Hmm.
2: Well, hmm. someone trained him right.
1: Who? Problem solved. Oh, to let his wife be always right. Mm -hmm. Yes, dear.
4: Yeah, see? (laughs) Look at you guys. I did it. (laughs) Look (laughs) what I could
3: do. Oh, yeah. She didn't train me well at all. Mm, Not at all.
2: As he points to my brand new 10-year anniversary necklace. Necklace. Happy anniversary,
1: guys.
2: Thank you.
1: 10 Wonderful years.
2: <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I You're
1: bet
3: he has a lot of
1: processes in place to get through that.
2: Processes. <laughs> processes.
1: Process hot. Process in. So what I wanna talk about was <laughs> Can I just processes. point out the fact that our guest are our guest has a topic on the board. I know. That's very I don't impressive. think we've ever had a guest that has a topic on the board. It's it's Can I get
5: a woo-woo? Woo! woo? woo. woo. <laughs> so, let me tell you something about processes. Let me tell you something. Um, the, pro- the process in here is something that I will never talk about. I'm kidding, dude. It's all good, man. It's... You signed so, the NDA yeah.
4: <laughs>
5: <laughs> So processes So um, I was kind of talking about them Before the show about um, That you know Kind of It's kind of relevant to Efficiency You know I don't know about necessarily Like one individual but um, It helps With you know efficiency of everybody if we have if dealerships have a process and it's not a process that helps just one individual it's a process that helps everybody as a whole because at the end of the day we're all in the dealership as a team Mm -hmm. whether whether you like somebody or not you know it doesn't matter because get the damn job done yeah get well get the the damn job done done. Jam dobjun? Yeah, totally. Yes. Yeah. I, <laughs> I like that. I'm going to start using that. Those are words. Get the, I can use my words. Get the motherfucking shit handled. <laughs> go. And fucking we use won't your... have a problem. So, but you know, even that is a process. So, process. You know, there's there are ways to make processes. You know, a process, whatever it may be, ordering parts, getting them to the tech, whatever. But it's when you get these rogue people that just are comfortable doing it their own way and they'll follow the process maybe for one transaction and then it's like fuck it like i'm just gonna do my own thing i'm gonna go off and fucking and it's those motherfuckers if you're listening, you know, you might know who you are. I don't know. It fucking depends how hard-headed you are. So
2: <laughs> That can't um, be me.
5: Um, but, um, um, so yeah, if you, if you follow the process, it genuinely works for everybody.
2: It's there for a so, reason.
5: Yeah. And, um, you know, there's always tweaks to be made, whatever, you know, keep an open mind. But just, you know, understand that those processes are there for everybody, not just one person. So, again, just everybody is there. And I I think for the most part in, in our dealership, just talking, well, Eric and I, um, just talking with, you know, management and stuff. Um, they they get that they understand you know that you know it does it is going to take a team you know to you know to work together uh-huh. and make this make this boat float yeah. and keep on going you know but can i say how lucky we are though that management understands that make, some of them make, yeah, make no. the boat float
1: <laughs> <clears throat> seriously
5: yeah no they do they um they do for the most part understand it and they promote it And kind of, you know, listen to us, and let us let us kind of develop our own system, with whether you know in parts whether it's a back counter, front counter, or whatever, that's gonna streamline our end of it, and um, um, that way, you know, it's gonna it'll make it better and more efficient, you know, for us to be able to get the parts to the technician. So that the, that the jobs will keep rolling out because I believe that we do have enough work in our shop, but it's just following the damn process. They're there for a reason. Just like, sorry, there's a puppy next to me. I I have a question.
2: RE processes. Whose job is it to make sure that the processes get followed? Management. Is it just management? It's, well, it's I a team it's every,
1: I think it's
5: everybody's. I think it's individually, like, everybody's, do, like, obligation. If they want to work in that environment or any kind of team environment, I think you have to, like, understand that you're going to be part of this team. Play your part
0: to do your role. Right, right.
5: Like, exactly. Like, you know, like, do your role, yeah. you know, and don't you know, go off on doing your own thing because it's comfortable and that's how you're used to doing this it.
0: This is your job. These are the procedures to follow, to get the things done that you need right. to have done. And there's no deviation from the course. This is the way that it's set up that everybody else in the dealership or whatever <clears throat> environment that you work in follow. I mean, it doesn't matter whether it's you know Starbucks or McDonald's or a, a dealership. There are procedures and process to make sure that things move freely and, 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 you know, just like they're supposed to. And when one person deviates from that planned goal, everything gets mixed up because now nobody knows what's going on. And so everybody needs to work as a team. It's just like, you know, birds flying in formation.
2: It's like ants in a line. You put a freaking rock in it. And they don't know what the fuck to do. You
0: know what they really hate
5: is magnifying glasses.
0: Or if you get
5: your finger and like wipe the little scent (laughs) off of the pavement or whatever. And they just kind of go batshit crazy all over your face. Yeah. But they eventually find their way back. So what does that say about ants and people that work (laughs) at dealerships? Ants are smarter than people that work at dealerships. I you might be right.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Fuck. Listen to Customer States podcast for more deep thoughts.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> We're all like ants. <laughs>
0: Speak for yourself. What is this? A dealership the for goal. ants?
4: So uh, yeah. yes.
0: So I had a uh, I had an interesting thing happen to me today. Uh, this week, I won't say today. Um, we had two on uh, two different days. We had two Raptors come in with literally the same problem. And coming in on the tow, rattle. no, <laughs> coming in on the tow truck <laughs> with both tires looking like a cross-eyed, wonky-eyed person.
4: Oopsie! Front
0: tires, and
2: had a bit of a lazy eye.
0: What, what had happened was was you
1: sent it a little too hard, brother?
0: What had happened was was that somehow, randomly, on both trucks, <laughs> it's really crazy that this happened because one vehicle was from Utah, the other vehicle was from our state. But uh, they had lift aftermarket lift kits on them and in the lower control arms at the rear of the control arm, they put uh, an eccentric in there to help adjust the alignment when you lift these vehicles. On both vehicles, granted, they were on opposite sides, but whatever shop did these vehicles, they didn't tighten down the eccentrics all the way, the bolt that goes through the control arm to control the eccentric, to control the alignment. They didn't tighten that bolt down all the way. The bolt backed out, the control arm popped out in the back, and all hell broke loose. So we have. On
2: both vehicles.
0: On both vehicles. So one vehicle was already. Did parked. they
2: run into each other?
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> but they're both black Raptors. So imagine that. So uh one's wrapped though. It's really a white raptor but it's wrapped black. Oh, okay. Um anyway, so uh it's so like an area. The the tow truck comes uh, it's on a flatbed and I can already see that the wheels pushed up into the bumper. It's like destroying the fender and the bumper and all of a sudden I see that there's There's insurance company. There's the customer out there. And the I hear over the radio cause I was wearing the the radio at that point I hear over the radio. Oh, Hey, the tow truck driver needs your help to get the truck off the you know tow truck. I'm like, okay, it's right by my stall. I'll, I'll be right there. So I'm talking with the tow truck driver, trying to get stuff and like the customer's like, right next to us as we're talking about how to get the tow truck down or how to get the raptor down off the truck and with the you know front wheel shoved into the front bumper and the front you know fender and all that kind of stuff and i kind of tell the customer like hey you know we, we need to like work here if like you don't mind just like go wait up in the customer lounge and i start trying to like you know make it funny it's like you know this is all under insurance unfortunately because he tells me the whole story which i'll get to in a second but he he tells me the whole story and i'm like you know what it's gonna be better if you just like go up there we'll, we'll come get you in the when the trucks off the off the thing and the service advisor will contact you from from that point. So it turns out that he had just bought the vehicle from a dealership in Utah and the dealership in Utah isn't actually a Ford dealership it's just a a dealership that bought the vehicle, modified it very heavily and then sold it to this guy who then they had it shipped out to his house and he drove it for about a week before the literally the wheel almost fell off the truck in his words
2: dangerous
0: danger Will Robinson
2: yeah danger,
0: big time <clears throat> so what had ended up happening was again like I said that bolt backed out but while the vehicle's on the tow truck I'm like listen it let me try and like do something at least to get the suspension back together so it's easier to get down off the tow truck so I go and grab my bigot rat biggest ratchet strap and I do some like trail
3: your bigot ratchet <laughs> well, it's, you know
0: yeah <laughs> It it does not like foreign models, let me tell you. Um, So I I grab my biggest ratchet strap and I go and I wrap the two control arms, like the two lower control arms together to try and pull the suspension back in. And the tow truck driver tilts the bed down and starts to like let the tension off of it. And all of a sudden I see the the right front, which has the problem on it, the right front wheel start to come back into place. I'm like, stop, 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 stop right there. So I go back underneath it and I tighten down on the ratchet strap again and the control arm goes right back into the hole where it was supposed to go. I just
2: tow it right back to him.
0: (laughs) So the customer was actually holding the bolt that fell out. Somehow he found the bolt and I'm like, just give me a second. And (laughs) so we get another ratchet strap and we, you know, brace everything in. It's like I have one ratchet strap tied this way and another ratchet strap tied in an angle this way. And we were able to finagle that bolt back in so that we can get it down Off the truck with like relatively no more damage to the front bumper, and um, the customer gave the tow truck driver, uh, me, and the other technician that was helping us um, a
5: cash money tip, (laughs) Uh, Um, just
0: because he was like very impressed with like how we were able to handle the situation. So,
2: nicely done.
4: Well,
0: and the kicker to that story is, is that. Um he had a the day before he had the vehicle towed to us, he had another tow truck driver that was there for like three hours that called another tow truck driver out and they couldn't get the vehicle on the tow truck and like they aborted the mission. And so that was the next day that finally somebody was able to get the vehicle on the tow truck. And like in a matter of like a few minutes I was able to like put this together and, and figure that out. Did you hear all those spurting noises? Mm-hmm. I don't I know. Was like it. I was wondering about I loved that. it. Yeah. <laughs> It mm-hmm. was it was wild,
4: mm-hmm. but that's yeah, cool. <clears throat>
0: wild. I mean, it's just crazy. Like you know, the the that's like a trail fix. You know, you you have to get off the side of the right. road. What do I have at my disposal mm-hmm. to make this happen? You know, it would be tie straps and a tree branch, or you know, a, a, a metal rod if you had something in the back of your truck. I mean, like anything just to get you off the side of the
5: road. It's like I kind of like that stuff.
4: Yeah, I, I think it's speak. kind
5: of sorry.
4: No, go ahead.
5: Oh, just that that dealership. Did all those whatever? I wouldn't call them upgrades because it didn't sound like it was an upgrade. Whoever so that wasn't authorized. It was just because it just like I've wow. seen that before, you know, with with other not just Ford but you know with Dodge and whatever they throw on all these like accessories mm-hmm. and whatever, and they're they're not warranty, they're not you know they're not factory, and then the cars just become like those you know those $300 dirt bikes that you see at these randoms st- like Toys R Us as well X Toys R Us for you know during Christmas What's Toys R Us Yeah and you break one little thing on those bikes and it's over with oh, yeah. you can't get parts for them there's nothing and that's mm-hmm. I've seen that with these you know these hybrids whatever you want to call them but um I don't know like that's just something that um I know. There was talk of it, like, years and years ago about addressing that, you know, to keep people from taking. But, I mean, you can't stop the aftermarket from doing their thing. But it's just as long as, like, the factories approve of these accessories, I think that's something. And then there's a warranty to back it up. But just to start slapping on, like, these... Like crazy tinfoil parts and stuff. It's just like <laughs> you know, because I mean, just being things in the things made of pop metal. Yeah, you know, yeah. But then they come, you know, the dealerships, and it's like, well, you that's know, not as warranty. parts. We have to deal with, with these crazy random things. It's like where,
2: like I don't like, even know came what this off
5: is. A, a lawnmower or something, <laughs> and it's like you, like it's crazy. I mean, but anyway, so.
2: Well, um, they do that so they can I have sell to say it for about more that. money, right?
5: Yeah. I mean, and
2: again, so, so
0: what, what the customer was saying was that uh, the he didn't buy it from a Ford dealership or anything like that. He bought it from like some yeah, company that modifies vehicles. And then, you know, this thing happened after he got it shipped out here and he brought it to a Ford dealership thinking it would be covered. And immediately and I, mean, I, I knew yeah. that's, that's not warranty. So, you know, mm-hmm. I'm proud of you. Yeah, for knowing my job.
2: Yeah, knowing it's not warranty. Well, after
0: almost fifteen years, I would hope that I would.
2: <laughs> well, know you would think that, but I've worked for a lot of people who worked with a lot of people who have been doing the job for a long time that do some wild shit. So, just saying. Do On you, that note,
1: do you know when a door is no longer a door when it's a, when jar. It's a jar? Oh you my stupid. god!
2: <laughs>
1: Jesus, a jar of what?
3: You got any more for me? <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
2: What has teeth but cannot eat?
1: A, piano. a gear a comb uh, oh my god did you know that plateaus are the highest form of flattery and whiteboards are absolutely remarkable
2: <laughs> oh my god
1: looks like I'm gonna have to stretch my editing
0: fingers tonight <laughs> <laughs> what no, what I'm could kidding. go
2: up a chimney down the not like, down a chimney, up. What
1: can go up a chimney, down? But, but not, not down, down a chimney, up.
2: The chimney. up. No. <laughs> Smoke? The I guess technically, but that's not the answer. What is it? It's an umbrella.
1: Ah, uh, yes. Up a chimney, down, but not down a chimney. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. What's uh, black
5: and white and red all over? Newspaper.
2: A frog in a blender.
5: <laughs> a bloody Oreo.
4: <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs>
5: <laughs> wow okay, <just> <laughs> Wow <laughs>
2: <laughs> Well thank you for listening to our Terrible Joke Podcast With that we'd like to thank our sponsors.
4: Yeah there it is
2: We'd like to thank Travis Ferris from Hit Distributing Supplying we his product.
1: We would like to thank Nick Flourage from Matco Tools, supplying us with Matco Tools and, and Milwaukee products. Take the mood in his creamy work <laughs>
2: <laughs> And what does he win, Jacob? Uh, nothing. <laughs> A delicious trip to El Ranchito Taco Shop in Lake Elsinore.
1: And thank you to our special guest, Tommy, for joining us in the studio. Thank you, Mr. Thank
2: you for
1: having me. I really enjoyed
5: it and I appreciate it. Thank you all.
2: You're definitely welcome back.
5: Thank awesome.
1: you to Norman Glacier and Jean Luc and Bruce Dale Bain. Follett and Bruce Vane for these sick ass tunes.
2: Thank you. Thank you to yes. Eric
0: Jennings, And Rachel, and Cash. We hope everybody is good.
2: Yes. Thank you. Thank you guys. For listening. For listening. Oh, because they're amazing yeah. people. And, and to you- all
1: of our other listeners.
2: All of you who are so wonderful and we are so so thankful for. And please don't forget to follow us on our social medias or on Facebook, we're on Instagram, or on the Tiki Talkies.
3: You can literally go to Google and type in Customer States Podcast and everything will populate. Yes, you
2: can, but we have to remind people of that. And also we have an email.
1: CustomerStakespodcast at gmail.com.
2: Correct, and we also have a website. We do.
1: It's the With exact new same thing.com. And it's customer states. And with okay. that, we say, listen to our new commercials. Love you, fuckers. Love you, bitches. Love you. Parts rules.
0: <laughs> Hi, this is Mike Sarah from Customer States. Matco Tools is one of the best tool companies in the industry, and Nick Lowridge is one of the best Matco Tool distributors. Nick can get me anything I need for the shop or for at home. From oil drain pans to beef jerky, Nick's got what I need on tap. Nick works in the Thousand Oaks, California area, and you too can get whatever you need by calling him at 805-796-7323. And if you're not in that area, call him anyway and tell him you heard about him from the Customer States podcast. And then you can hop on to uh, matcotools.com and find a Matco Tools distributor near you. Matco Tools. Service. Trust. Results.